welcome back another day, another vlog. Hope you're all well out there for this Monday uh, in podcast land or on YouTube. Hope you had a good weekend. It wasn't too bad or you didn't have to work or you weren't locked up or anything nasty with the COVID stuff. Yeah, uh, I had a good weekend. I've had a really good relax. I've got no work done this week. <laughs> I've got to be honest, a little bit, I've, I've done a bit, um, but I've been really chilled out and just enjoying playing with Jack this break. So it's been a fun, fun week. Uh, yeah, really, really cool. Work-wise, I haven't achieved a lot. I've been trying to get set up for the road, uh, my road reel video. I'm trying to get that sorted and I'd sort of stuffed up. I'd planned on doing just a behinds, behind the scenes. I thought I could just do a behind the scenes video, which I can't. I've got to do a behind the scenes of a video, but both of them are going to be three minutes. You've got to do two videos three minutes long. So if you are looking into that, just be aware it's not, you're not just doing one video. You've got to do two. One's the video and then one's the behind the scenes. So, but I think I've got it worked out with some creative magic. I think I can turn my planning session for the video which was going to be sort of part of the behind the scenes into the actual video and then the behind the scenes so it should still work may not be world-class amazing but i think it'll give a good insight into the back end the hardest part is i found is trying to get it to under three minutes i'm bloody terrible with my time um you've probably noticed that from watching my videos or even even on the daily blog it's easily runs into 20 minutes. I could sit here for a half an hour, an hour and chat away about uh, all sorts of guff. So yeah, very, very tricky in that respect. The three minutes is a, is a tough little marker to sort of, to manipulate. Um, well, I think I can get there. I've got to sit down and I've got to, I've really got to sit and focus and I think I can do that better at work when I'm just in my room. I can just sit there for three or four hours and just head first with the headphones on head down, bum up, and just get into it. So I think I've got a bit there, but I've also got to get there this week's video, which I haven't even started. I've done of this week's videos out, which was Trig, Trig Beach Nightscapes. I hope you enjoyed that. That was a little, little bit of something different. Again, it turned out from a plan B, went from a plan A of going down this gorgeous spot at Trig Beach and getting these, where these little, uh, this little rock face is, and doing uh, Astro and getting all that in. I did get one or two sort of with the Milky Way you would have seen in the video, um, which I was pretty happy with, but just too much light and I forgot the moon was coming. So it's sort of a little bit of a stuff up. Plan B turned into a really cool beachscape, night beachscape photo, seascape sort of combination and some really nice, uh, I think with my editing, I sort of tried to get that sort of 80s sort of feel, that sort of, try to get a little bit brighter I've had some people say I've got sort of really dark sort of uh, images and I don't mind that I, I that's sort of the way I, I like things a little bit more I guess contrasty I guess um, but I sort of tried to put a little bit more color in it a little bit of something something in there so I hope you hope you enjoyed that one if you haven't seen it you can go it'll be on the end of the video on one of the sides you can click through it uh, that's probably the easiest way once you finish watching this to go do that but uh, yeah, look, I'm pretty happy. So I've got to still start this week's video. I haven't even looked at what it was because I've been 
trying to concentrate on this my on the road real project. I really want to get in there. It's a million bucks worth of prizes. Uh, I think if you were lucky enough to win one of the, I think four segments, uh, it's like a hundred grand's worth of gear, uh, which is just insane. Plus you get to meet people that can help you get better at what you do. And there's so many benefits out of it. Um, yeah, it's, I have to do it. So it's one of those things where I may even have to see how I go this week. If I have a good run this week, I'm going to do some work tonight. Uh, I can't do it tomorrow because I've got to get up early, uh, but I'll do some work tonight and then I can smash it out this week. And then it's a matter of just getting all the photos. The photos tend to be the trickiest part when you're doing a video. Um, generally, the video side's pretty easy. It's just a matter of going through and just watching it over and over and chopping and chopping and cleaning and cutting and cutting and chopping and clopping and all that sort of fun. It's the, the photos and getting those edits right and working out what you're probably getting a similar theme across all the photos is what I'm trying to do now as well. Get that same sort of uh, edit over them so they all have a similar sort of a feel. That's sort of what I'm trying to accomplish. I hope that's sort of working. Uh, I think it is. And so that, that does take a time and then editing each photo and making sure they're good enough to put up there to show to you guys. So um that's the that's the tricky part on the, on the actual photo videos but uh i've got i still got like i think uh, two or three in the back burner there ready to go i've just got to get the time to get them done and start working on them so they may be this weekend coming might be just one of those ones where it's saturday sunday when i don't have this show i can sit there and smash it out and just get them done so but i definitely should hopefully get it done i want to try and get that road reel done and dusted and get that uploaded and entered so that's pretty high priority i think that's good until about the 16th i think don't quote me but i think it's i'll put it try and find the date i'm pretty sure it's mid mid next month it's due they've got to be entered by so not far away so yeah a little little lot of happening um I, if you haven't noticed i did a bit of shopping and some cheap shopping i'll give you a hot tip if you're looking for some lights uh just some rgb lights and if you're doing a gaming rig or whatever and you want something cheap to put up, uh, some of them can be expensive, especially these big bars. They can be like two, three, four hundred bucks a pop. Ikea. Ikea, I think this one was five bucks. And this RGB one was like $50, I think, 50 bucks. Bargain. RGB, it's like a six-foot pole. You can't beat it. You buy four of them for the price of one of these other ones, whack it in, and if it goes, just go back to Ikea and get another one. So uh, Ikea, definitely for your lighting. If you're setting up a little shop or, or setting up your studio or whatever, definitely go check that out. I think it's uh, definitely worthwhile. Five bucks for that. You can't beat that. Like bargain. They're both USB plug-in. Definitely pretty cool. And if I had a better space other than the shed, uh, it'd be look a lot better, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, Radio news, got a fair bit to get through. Um, yeah, I'll, as well as that, my Siri gimbal, I'm gonna try and be using with the H800, the Canon Vixia. I'm gonna try and use that this swing. I'll have to take this up, so it's more stuff to carry, but I wanna try and give that a crack and just see how that goes running with that, see if I can get a silky smooth sort of uh, vlogging setup and start using this a bit more that I've got it it's a good bit of kit and I don't want to sort of just let it sit there and waste. So fingers crossed I can get that sorted. I think it should come up really good. Looks pretty nice in there. Nice lightweight package. 
Nice. Now, news-wise, uh, some some big stuff happening. Um, ZTE um, have released the world's first under-screen front-facing camera. So picture your mobile phone, you've got that little pinhole on like your Samsungs and Android devices and Apple's got the big notch that everyone whinges about that really doesn't bother me. Um, I guess if you're gaming or stuff, but if you're looking to the edge of your phone and that's really bugging you, uh, then you've got some issues OCD-wise, I think. Um, I, yeah, it's very rare that you're looking over that way. My biggest pain in the ass with my iPhone is the friggin' notifications always come from the top and somehow you've got to move your thumb up to swipe and you can never your thumb's never long enough to go up to get rid of them and they always sit there when you're trying to in the middle of trying to do something which drives me nuts um, i'm not sure if there's a way you can put them to come on the, a different angle or a different come out from the bottom or something that would be a lot better but uh coming from the top is a pain that the notch really doesn't bother me but look zte's brought it out that the world's first there's been they've been trying everyone's been trying to do it for a while now uh, it's called the axon 25g i don't know if it's going to be a huge seller in that regards but the technology's there they've worked it out uh i'd say in the next one to two years most of the big boys will either swap over or someone will just buy zte out so they can get the technology and that'll be the end of your notches so they're not too far away the demise of the notch pretty cool um i'm not sure if it does have a thumb there was not much other specs they're talking about it lou was talking this over on lou later so it was pretty cool to see it um look september 1st they released these so you can definitely go online and check it out uh there'll be a, i've got a photo on the thumbnail of this so you can go check it out there um but yeah other than that looks looks Pretty cool. If you were anti-notch, well, this is the phone that um, might make you change your mind. Definitely on the Android side, this is one you could definitely use. Now, Apple, sep September the 10th is the date for Apple, uh, apparently. Uh, they did a YouTube test that was someone screenshotted. They, we do a test and it comes up on your, on your feed when you're subscribed to Apple. Uh, that they, they've done a test, basically your little YouTube test that when they're trying out a go live program. Um, and it's sort of been caught, so we don't know. If there's sort of talk, well, yeah, maybe maybe they've just got their dates the same as last year, the setup test. Um, pretty much, I think you've got to do them all over again. I'd say that it's probably not far off being at September 10th again. It was September 10th last year. Uh, there's no reason why they can't have the show on September the 10th. Um, and then the products, we all know they're going to be delayed whether they, whenever they're as long as they release them, they've got something that they can show and release. Um, then the rest, the actual product can come whenever they want to release it. doesn't matter when that comes. I think pretty much normal for me is when the iPhone releases, and I'm due to get one this year, uh, I can't get one anyway through my supplier till January. So it takes three, four months before there's enough stock to actually get fed down to us uh, plebs on the bottom end of the queue. So even as a business customer, I get no one really gives a shit about us at Telstra. So uh, generally it takes three months before you even get your phone once you have ordered it. So I don't think it's a big drama that you don't, you can't order the stock and get it straight away. I think the fact that People just want to see what's coming, and that's probably the biggest thing. So keeping that September date is probably pretty accurate, I'd say. 
Now, GM, we talked about a few things about the different phone, uh, electric cars, the Hummer, they talked about the new Ute, the Chevy, and all that sort of stuff. Well, a lot of their shareholders and Wall Street have talked about the fact that maybe it's a better idea for GM just to create a separate brand. Uh, we did talk, I think, last week or the week before about Hyundai doing their Ionic. Uh, so their whole electric range will come under the Ionic brand name. Uh, and well, it looks that way that GM may be heading that way. They're going to create whatever they call it. Um, they did have the Chevy Volt, so they might call it the Volt Range or something. They were the world's first car manufacturer of electric car back in the 90s. They can that because I don't know what, no, no one knows why. Um, yeah, so we could have been driving electric cars for the last 20 years, but for whatever reason, GM canned it really early on, even though it was super, super mega successful. There is actually a documentary, I think the boys a little later were talking about, which I have been meaning to watch for many, many a year. But um, don't want to get sidetracked. But yeah, so GM will be looking at possibly having a separate electronic brand. So instead of having the Hummer truck and all that, they may just bring out a whole new brand and have a dedicated electric car range there that you can use. So that will be pretty interesting. Now, speaking of amazing cars and some freaked out stuff, the Ram TRX Hellcat is uh, been pretty much released and ready to go. You can buy it for about $72,000 as a base model. It has got the Hellcat engine in it. If you know anything about cars, this is the engine that pretty much one of the most powerful engines you can get. 702 horsepower. Uh, this truck this truck full-size 1500 truck is going to do 0 to 60 in 4.5 or 0 to 100 for us Australians 4.5 seconds uh, 0 to 100 mile in 10.5 and it'll do the quarter mile in 12.9 seconds in a ute a big massive ute so a one-ton truck so that's insane top speed of 118 miles an hour it's going to have launch control which will set you off at four and a half thousand revs and it's going to have heads-up display, amongst other stuff. Uh, the interior looks amazing. Typical Ram stuff. They've done really good in the last few years with the quality and comforts inside. So it's got the big screen display, all the tech stuff you can want. But it's a big answer back at Ford for the Raptor. Obviously, the Raptors had all the headlines for the last few years. A lot of people have gone it. We've talked about the Raptor that's come into the Ford, into Australia. Uh, into the Ranger Raptor we've got well now obviously Ram's going well stuff that we can do the same if we can do better than that actually because they've brought out this monster beast with that massive Hemi engine so 702 horsepower behind you that's amazing it's got Bilstein shocks uh, they reckon it'll do 100 mile an hour on the dirt so that's insane yeah that's a little little scary <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what a what a beast! Seventy two thousand. Look, that's an expensive sort of end. You can obviously spec that up. So anywhere up to say eighty thousand. That's going to take you similarly to the top end of your F one fifty range to your Raptor area, which are going to be in Australia. You're going to be looking at least two hundred grand with the, all the friggin' taxes, uh, the compliance plates, and all the other stuff we have to because everything's imported to Australia now. We have. We don't have a car industry anymore. Nothing's made here. So we're still going to pay import taxes for some reason. So yeah, you're going to be looking, you're not going to get much change out of 200 grand if you want one, but what a car it's going to be. Definitely, if you win the lotto, this could be the new ute for you to take down the local pub.
Right, Epic. Uh, Epic and Apple still no end to this. Epic is signing up a heap of other companies to join the fight with them. I don't think it's going to, as I said to you, it's definitely not going to be finished. It's far from over. Epic's hosting a tournament and even taking the piss out of Apple with the promotions of it. Uh, all the prizes are going to be non-Apple related, so uh, stuff like PlayStation 4s and uh, Switches, Nintendo Switches, all these other ways that you can play Fortnite that aren't Apple. So there's a lot happening in that regards. Uh, and I said, they've signed up a heap of other companies that are joining the fight against Apple, against that 30% tax. Um, and they've even got a hashtag free Fortnite. So yeah, look, it's uh, it's all on. And uh, as I said, I don't think this is far from over. Apparently, Apple said that Epic had come to them early on and offered a thing, so they knew all about it. So they're both possibly a little bit dodgy in their dealing with this process. So yeah, look, I think it's definitely going to go the long term and going to end up in the lawyer's hands. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately, the only ones that are going to suffer are the poor gamers, and there's going to be a fair few of them because, uh, yeah, I think that this is going to be a, a not a month thing. This could be like till next year sort of drama, so see how that goes. Now, India has ramped up its building. We know the China relationship with America, the US, obviously pretty much hopeless at the moment. Uh, we know India's been, for the last year, has been ramping up, ramping up, trying to get a piece of that pie to take over from China as the next next superpower of making stuff. Um, well, look, they've, they've finally been given their first hit in the big game. Uh, the iPhone 12 is going to be made in India. So not only in China, it's normal spots. Uh, it's going to be now, it's been licensed, so they're allowed to make it in India as well. Huge, huge news. Before that, they could they could make second-tier stuff. They weren't allowed to make that first-year prime-time stuff. But obviously, Apple's looking any way to get enough stock out so when they put it up for sale, they can get, get it out to their customers. And they're going to be using India to help them achieve that goal. So huge news for India. Uh, another slap in the face for China, which is sort of or probably a wake-up call, I guess, to say, hey, hang on, you don't run the world and there's other people willing to do the same job as you so pretty interesting uh and look i think it's definitely a way forward india's got 1.5 billion plus people uh yes china's got a couple of billion it's it's all about who can make it for the right price at the right pace at the right quality um india's always been renowned for being pretty well ahead of their technical game so like they're pretty pretty switched on country in regards to technology so i can't see why they couldn't be able to do it and i think they'll do a pretty good job now more news heaps heaps over this weekend which is unusual but it's good um r5 there's a video j marcus photographies chucked a video up on the youtube up on the YouTube, on YouTube, sorry. <laughs> um, he's basically got an R5 and he's found a little hack for it to get over the heat issues. So if you're recording, recording video in either 4K, ultra high def or 8K, what you can do is you can put a little bit of um, uh, tape over the battery door. So basically where the battery slides into the camera and there's a the door, there's a little, obviously a little sensor for that door. Go watch the video, you can check it out. You just tape over that little sensor so it thinks the door's always closed. 
And what you can do once you get the heat warning up, you can basically drop the battery out, 10 seconds, put it back in, and it'll give you another five minutes video. Look, it's a pain in the ass, but if you've got one and you need to do some stuff with it, it's a little, little cheat option. It's probably gonna avoid your warranty and all the other stuff. Um, I can't imagine Canon's gonna let this go on for too much longer. If people can work out that the internal battery, you move that and it fixes this problem, you can tape over the door and it fixes this problem. It's clearly not a heat issue. It's clearly a software hardware issue that they're gonna need to fix. Uh, I can't see any other way around it. Um, it's insane. The temperatures have all been checked. Everyone's had infrared cameras and temp cameras and all sorts of stuff on them. It's definitely not the camera overheating. It's definitely a restriction built into the software or hardware that Canon needs to address. And I think they need to address it very, very soon. Um, I can't imagine them going too much longer because I think it's definitely gonna affect the sales of it. You've got the AS3 over there just selling like hotcakes and no issues that I know of or have seen videos of. Um, yeah, it's not a great photography camera, but it's a fantastic video camera. And I know the R5 is just copping it. Even though it's a fantastic photography camera, if, you, if it's, it's supposed to be a hybrid, if you can't use that video function, well, then it ain't a hybrid. It's just a very expensive photography camera. And you can probably get an ESR or an M50 for this, do the same job if you're going to be going that thing, or go a AS. The, uh, the old 5, 5D Mark IV, that probably probably still a good job to hold on to one of those if you've got it. So be interesting to see how Canon bounces back from this. They're going to, as I said, they need to do something really, really quickly and get that sorted. Now, there was a, not on a photography side, but more just technology side, Canon has released something positive over the weekend. Um, it's a new little sensor. It's a one and one eighth inch CMOS sensor called the LI7050. And it's mainly designed for security, microscopes, underwater drones, that sort of stuff. So it's not for specifically for video or photography, but amazing bit of kit, uh, full high def uh, video in 0 0.08 lux. So basically one candle going in a room and crystal clear images in color. Wow, uh, there's videos on the web, you can go check it out. Very, very cool, um, it, it'll massive HDR functions to it and the dynamic range, it'll go from 0 0.08 lux, which is the lowest setting, all the way up to 80,000 lux. So it'll really take out all those peaks and frosts and all, all that, that white death that uh, kills a lot of videos. Uh, so very, very cool. As I said, it's more security. It's not going to be into cameras and such yet, but this technology is, look, always good. And sooner or later, technology gets shared around apartments and it may end up in a new video camcorder, a new uh, photography camera, something like that, which could make a massive difference. To be able to record low light is awesome, especially for video. That would make a huge difference. I think Potato Jet had on it when he had the ASR a7S3, uh, he could just about see the Milky Way filming it just off the camera, which was insane. That's That would be awesome. Um, especially for me, if you're doing night stuff, it's a bit of a pain having to carry all these lights and everything so you can just see us and then trying to light up the background so you can see what we're sort of talking about. So if you could have a camera that could pick up a lot of that, it would make it a lot easier for us.
So that would be pretty cool. And then last but not least, uh, just over on Canon Rumors as well, and that was from Canon Rumors, um, new Canon Speedlight has been, which we talked about a while ago, uh, it's finally hit uh, its certification, so it won't be far before that gets released. And they've also talked about how Canon is basically going to be releasing stuff for the rest of the year. Sorry about that. Um, releasing stuff for the rest of the year. They've got a heap coming out. The M50s and all those things are coming. Don't know what happened there. Uh, M50s and everything coming. There's the new RF range of cinema cameras there, just about out. The C70s already been spotted in the wild. Heaps and heaps coming for the camera world. Heaps and heaps coming from the tech side, from Apple. We've got the event next month. That's not far away. All happening. Radio. I better go. I'm out of breath. Um, have a great Monday. Hope you're well. Hope work isn't too boring and too painful. It always is a bit on Mondays. That first day is always a killer. Um, it should be done and dusted, half done and dusted by now. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Radio. Stay safe and catch you soon. Where we going this way? That way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.